0: everybody, today is all about peace. Peace, 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 peace. We got so much anxiety, we're going to deal direct, head on with anxiety because there is something that we can do. Now, do you feel like this or maybe you feel like that or how about that or that or sometimes like that? (laughs) Man, there is so much, I I just want to you since there's so much anxiety. I want to give you the statistic that I recently read and here it is. The highest income countries in the world have the highest levels of anxiety. Now just sit with that for a second. So the countries that have the least amount to worry about, okay? Because they have the money and they have the security and they know where the next meal and the next meal and the next meal and the next meal, and they can pay for all kinds of layers of security for their life. So, so those countries who have the most and they have the least to worry about, so to speak, have the highest levels of anxiety. And the countries, they, I don't know where my next meal is coming from and I don't have healthcare and I don't have dental care and I don't have and I don't have and I don't have, I don't have the least amount of anxieties how could this be? Let's just just process that for a moment. And it just makes me think, does that mean the highest income countries that that anxiety is contrived? Which means this, here's the great news. Is there something real and very clear that we can do about our anxiety? Now, let me make this statement right up front. Anxiety lives in your old brain. Remember, we're talking a lot about the brain. Oh, so much about the brain. Anxiety, we know this, it lives in your old brain, okay? Peace lives in your new brain, and we have got to move into our new brains, and that is what today is all about. It's all about activating our new brains, our prefrontal cortex. Science is clear on this. This is how you do it. And remember, God's word is a spoken word, is a spoken word. So I want you to say with me some really important words. Just a second, I'm going to say them to you, and I think we should all say them together. Peace lives in my new brain. So can we say that together? It'll activate our prefrontal cortex. It'll activate our new brains. It'll activate where peace is. Ready? One, two, three. Peace lives in my new brain. That's what we're after today. We're going to dig in to our new brains. So the Bible says that we got to get away from the old brain, what it says, the old self and into the new brain or the new self. Listen to the way Ephesians says it. This is fascinating considering all that we've studied. And Again, I got to say the Bible just begins to come to life when you start to understand the ancient language in which it was written in, in the ancient culture. Ephesians chapter four, put off the old self, the old brain which belongs to the former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires. And to be renewed, here it comes, to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, the spirit of your minds. The ancient Hebrew word ruach, spirit, means brain, to be renewed in your brain, to put on the new self, that new brain created after the likeness of God and true righteousness and holiness. Ruach, now this is written in Greek, Ephesians is written in Greek, but it's thoroughly rooted in a Hebrew context, okay? In Hebrew, we studied this a few weeks ago. The word Ruach for spirit means wind, breath, spirit, or brain. Four things, what do they have in common? They're all invisible and they're all powerful. Your brain is the most powerful part of your body. And in your new brain is where peace lies. Our brains are powerful. And if we want to be people of peace and not of anxiety, we've got to get into our new brains. We've got to activate our new brains. So this is what we're after today. Listen, listen to what First 1 Timothy 1, 1.7 says. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, Hmm, interesting, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God did not give you, God is not, here's what the wisdom of this verse is saying. God is not giving you a brain, a spirit, a spirit, a brain of fear, a brain of fear. God did not give you a spirit of fear. God did not give you a brain of fear. The wisdom is saying God is not wanting that for you. Instead, God has something different for you. God wants to give you peace, not fear and anxiety. And in order to do that, we must activate our new brain. Now, everybody, what is the most repeated phrase in the entire Bible? Again, the spoken word. So what was spoken more than anything else in the entire Bible? What? Were the writers of the Bible, before it was written, what were they speaking? What were they saying to a to a group of students of God's word? Fear not. The spoken word, fear not. Why? Because God knows in order for us to live the life that we truly desire, in order for you and for me to get what I truly want, we've got to get out of the old brain where fear is, and we've got to get into the new brain where peace is, because the old brain is where fear lives. Now listen, the old brain helps you to survive, but the new brain helps you to thrive. And that's where you want to go. So you gotta activate that new brain. Okay, so for you to get what you truly want, For you to thrive, you've got to get into your new brain, which is what today is all about. We want to activate our new brain. So let's laser focus on this for just a second, because there's some things, three important things I want to bring up right now that actually take your new brain offline. And I I want you to focus on this for a moment, because the answer is right there. So here's the three things. Number one, what takes your prefrontal cortex offline? Too much information. Too much false information, too many anxious words. Okay. Too much information, too much false information, too many anxious words. We have to do something about that. Now, I want to, I want to read just the opening words of Genesis chapter 12. We're, we're studying Abraham and Sarah. This chapter changed the world. It can change our lives. It can change our anxiety. Here's how it begins. The Lord had said to Abraham, go. Now, I just want to stop with that word go because we have said, obviously the word means to leave, but the deeper meaning of the word in ancient Hebrew is to go to yourself. God is calling Abraham and Sarah to look at the trajectory of humanity. Is that the way you want to go? Things are getting worse and worse and worse, mindlessly getting worse. And he's asking them to pay attention, to really think, what is happening in your life? Who are you? go to your true self is the deeper meaning of the hebrew word what do you get when you get down to your true self god is asking them in short here my emphasis at this point is is to pay attention to be mindful not to be mindless now we're going to get a lot into mindfulness okay so hang on not today not today i'm just preparing you for what is coming ahead But mindlessness leads to a lot of problems, like autopilot is a very dangerous pilot. We'll get into that, too, at another point. But we want to be very mindful, and this is what God is inviting Abraham and Sarah to do, to be very, very mindful, to be very, very intentional. And here's what I want to ask you to do today, to be very intentional about this, slow the flow. Slow the flow. There is something that you can do about your anxiety level. And that is slow the flow. What takes your PFC offline is too much information. We just can't keep consuming and consuming and consuming news and media and Netflix and TikTok all the time. Maybe in low income countries, they're not sitting on their, on their phones all day looking at TikTok saying, Oh, oh man, I just wish I didn't have so much anxiety. I wish there was something I could do about this terrible anxiety as we just allow the information to flow, flow, flow. Science tells us this, is that too much information takes our PFC offline and we have an unending amount of information In our country and in our fingertips, we have got to slow the flow. So if you are really fed up with anxiety, if you're like, I just, I'm so tired of all this anxiety. I wish there was something I can do to get away from it. Maybe the answer isn't. Maybe it isn't in a pill. Maybe it's not in some miracle. God deliver me peace. Maybe God says it's right in your fingertips. Slow your flow. You've got to cut down on the amount. I think one of the things is our brains are so smart. Our brains are picking up all this information. I think our brains are revolting against all this needless information that is flowing, flowing, flowing into our brains. So number one, you have got to slow the flow. Now, here's the number two thing is. Dr. Judd says false information, inaccurate information, spreads six times faster. Now, listen. You might not know what is true or false. Okay, that's true. A lot of times we're like, what is true? If somebody is told me it's true. But your brain is being saturated in a lot of information and much of that information is false. You've got to slow the flow. Look, everybody, we've got to get serious. We have got to get serious about anxiety and there's something we can do. Don't wake up in the morning and just start consuming massive amounts of information. Maybe go to something that's certain. Maybe to go to God's word. God says, I'm going to make your name great. I'm going to help you to be a person of superior character. That is tried and true. God is calling us. What I'm getting ready to say something that's totally certain in a second. Maybe God is calling us to focus on that. Slow the flow. Slow the flow. Slow the flow. Finally, anxious words. Dr. Judd said something really, really good. He said, anxious words are like a sneeze landing on your brain. You are surrounded by anxious people. You're surrounded by anxious messages. You're surrounded by anxious news. And all of that is people are sneezing, sneezing, sneezing on your brain. You know how we feel about somebody when they sneeze today with COVID and all that? We're like, ah! you know, you run for the hills. We need to somehow run away, slow the flow, get away from all of these anxious words. Your brain can't handle it. Your brain is asking you, would you please give me relief? Would you please stop the flow of meaningless information and anxious words and false information? I'm begging you, please help me. That's what our brains are saying to us. So let's do it. Okay, here is... A really famous verse in the Bible. Be still and know that I'm God. That's Psalm 4610. Two really important things there. Be still. In Hebrew, that word means to relax your grip, to let it go, to slow the flow, right? To just allow it to wash away, to not grip onto it. It's like information. And then to know God to know the things of God, know the principles of God. Now, now, I know what some of you are thinking. You're like, John, John, wait a minute. That Bible is a really big book. It's got all kinds of information. And if you're telling me that too much information knocks my prefrontal cortex offline, it takes me out of the peace part of my brain and it puts me in the survival, the fight or flight part of my brain where all the anxiety is. That part of the brain that helps me to survive, but it doesn't help me to thrive, and I want to get into that new part of the brain, then, John, why are you telling me to dig into all this information of God's Word? Wait a minute, I got a great answer for you. I used to think that the Bible had a huge amount of information. It doesn't. It doesn't. You know, Paul says something really great in the Bible. He says, you got to put your childish ways behind you. There comes a point, everybody, that we really have to get serious about what the Bible is. The Bible does not, have tons and tons of information. The Bible is telling big, big, important ideas, like life-changing, world-changing ideas, and there's not many of them. And then it just tells them over and over and over and over. We'll get into this in a few weeks. In very creative ways, in very memorable ways, in very nuanced ways. That's what wisdom literature is. You can just keep pondering the depths of it. So no, it's not giving us a lot of information. It's given us the best information in extraordinarily creative ways over and over and over again. Now I want to read to you Genesis chapter 12, the first two verses. Something extremely important here that we have not hit on yet that really laser focuses on what we need to deal with our anxiety. And, and I'm going to say this in a second with Dr. Judd. This is what caught my attention. Dr. Judd said, one of the first things I heard him say on a video was, we already have a vaccine for anxiety. Do you want to know what that vaccine is? Because when he said that, that fascinating. I was like, okay, what is that vaccine? Genesis 12. Now, the Lord said to Abraham, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you and I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great. And here it is. Here's what this entire, this entire thing about God blessing hinges on. Ready? So that you will be a blessing. Now, I need you to focus on this. Focus on this. I can't break free by focusing on me. Could you say that with me? One, two, three. I can't break free by focusing on me. There it is. Say that so your prefrontal cortex will light up, okay? Because there is the answer. The hinge point of everything is so that you'll be a blessing. We are called to be conduits, not cul-de-sacs, When you dig down into your brain, like God is calling Abraham and Sarah to do, what you're gonna find out is you're not living for you. You're living for other people. You're living to be a flow, a conduit, not a cul-de-sac, a conduit for other people. You can't break free by focusing on yourself. I can't break free by focusing on me. That's what you get into. Now here is what Dr. Judd is saying. Dr. Judd is saying, we have a vaccine already, and it totally jives with exactly what Genesis chapter 12 is saying here. A recent New York Times article said this. Here was the title of the article, An Overlooked Cure for Loneliness. Here's the subtitle to the article. Science tells us the solution may lie in what we do for others, not what we do for ourselves. So when Dr. Judd said we already have a vaccine, that caught my attention. And then I was ready for him to say it. But then he broke into a story. He broke into a story about him riding his bike to the hospital, which is where he works. So he loves to ride his bike, rides his bike to the hospital every single morning. And he said he noticed something when he would ride his bike to the hospital, that there's a lot of people out there that are angry with people on bikes and they're honking the horn all the time. Now, listen, we've talked about this before. There's a lot of angry bikers. There's a lot of angry walkers. I've been on the w and D trail, and there's a lot of angry drivers out there. Now, I don't know what the problem is with the bikers. I said this before. Maybe it's that little seat they're sitting on. It's making them really angry. I don't know. But what we do know is there's a lot of anger. So people would like honk the horn and honk the horn. And he said he would get to work and he was just anxious. He already studies with anxiety, struggles with anxiety he get there with a lot of anxiety. And so he took together his research and his personal experience, and this is what he came up with. The vaccine that we have for anxiety is loving kindness. And when he said those words, I was like, oh my gosh, you got to be kidding me. The most repeated verse in the entire Bible, as we have already discussed, is Exodus 34, 6. The writers of the Bible repeat that verse more than any other. They felt like that was the verse that you and I needed to make sure was committed to our memory banks. And what does it say in Exodus 34, 6? It says, the Lord, the Lord God, compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness over and over and over again. So God is loving. God is kind. The loving kindness of God And who are we creating the image of? Who are we called to reflect? Who are we called to act like? So when you get down into your brain and you realize you've been created in the image of God, you are called to be a blessing so that to be a blessing, to give loving kind. So Dr. Judd said, I'm going to start doing it. So we very intentionally started to act loving and kind to people. So he started smiling on his bike. He started waving. Somebody honked. He said, oh, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Big smile, big wave. And he said, I just started just practicing loving kindness even when I didn't want to. And he said, you know what he found out? He found out that when he walked into the hospital that morning, the anxiety level dropped significantly and the peace level rose significantly. And there's a very clear scientific reason why. So here's the research. Here's what Dr. Judd says. When they put people on scanners for their brains and everything, here's what they found out. Your brain is happier, more satisfied, more free, more open when you're acting loving and patient and kind. When you're acting this way. When when you're acting rude and frustrated and a whole host of other things. When somebody honks at you and you just yell and scream back, right? I mean it feels good. It feels good on some level, but our brains don't like it, he said. He said, What our brains like is when we are acting out loving kindness. When we're reflecting the variation of God, God is God is loving and kind. This is what we're told most about God. And when you are acting the way God has created you, act, your brain gets very, very happy. I give you another one. This is just very experiential. This doesn't have to do with brain scans and probes. They gave two groups of people money. One group, they said, we want you to go and spend it on yourself. Whole group. The other group said, we want you to go and and look to bless somebody else. You can't spend it on yourself. You got to spend the money on somebody else. And then they come back and they analyze them. And they said, this group over here, not nearly as happy as this group that said, we are blessed to be a blessing so that we're not cul-de-sacs We are conduits. Everything is hinging on the truth that God tells Abraham and Sarah in Genesis chapter 12. I am blessing you so that you'll be a blessing. Your brain loves it. Your brain thrives on it. What is the antidote? What is the vaccine to anxiety? It's being a blessing to other people you can take down. right If you will slow the flow... Of all the information, all the false information, all the anxious words, and you'll up the flow of loving kindness, your anxiety is going to drop. Attitude is everything. That's what science says. Attitude is everything. It says when you smile, you feel less anxious. Your anxiety drops, your peace goes up, right? When you smile, when you just smile to people. Look, the Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is so smart it is going to cause your anxiety to go down, right? How about this? The Bible says laughter is like medicine to your soul. So laugh. It's an anxiety drop when you do that. Your brain loves it. Please make your brain feel good. That's what science says, and that's what God's Word says. Make your brain feel good. Everything hinges on that. Now, I want to end with this. Uh, not too long ago, actually, over the Christmas holidays, we took a big, big vacation. It was my daughter's graduation gift. We went to Hawaii. Yes, we went to Hawaii. We've been waiting to this because she graduated a while ago, but we couldn't go with the cold COVID thing and everything. You know, you understand all that. But we finally were able to go. We went to the island of Kauai because my daughter loves, loves, loves to hike. And they have some phenomenal hikes on Kauai. So we go out there. Now, listen, everybody. <clears throat> Let me tell you something about Kauai. It is a rainforest. And we entered into this island during a heavy time of rain. Like, it had already, like, it already rains all the time anyway, but they were having unusual amounts of rainfall. You know what that means? If you're gonna hike all the time, it means that you're dealing with tons and tons of mud. Mud, mud, mud everywhere. Just look at the picture there. I mean, I was up to mud almost to my knees. I had mud head to toe. It was mud. And you need to know this about me is that I'm, I'm very OCD. I don't like camping. I don't like mud. I don't like germs. I don't like it. I like to be clean. I like to be very, very clean. I just, I feel good when I'm clean. I don't like to be dirty at all. I'm not into all of that stuff. And we had nothing but mud everywhere. Okay. And I'm a blue, which means I'm an introvert. And so I like my space and the space we were staying in was basically Basically, one tiny room where we were on top of each other with all that mud and we did not have a washing machine. So not only did we have a ton of mud, not only were we were on top of each other with the stuff and walking and tracking mud in everywhere, we didn't have a way to get it cleaned up. I'll give you something else. We rented a car and the car we rented was absolutely filthy. And one of my first days there, I hyperextended my left shoulder out in the waves playing with the kids and the door would not open. And the only way to get it open was for me to bang on the door with my hurting left shoulder. And I had to do that multiple times a day, everybody. So, man, it is all working against me. It's pouring down rain every day. Welcome to paradise. Every day it poured down rain. But they have something called the Aloha Spirit out there, don't they? I mean, you see it everywhere. There are signs. Fair Aloha. dry. Aloha, Surf, aloha. Eat, aloha. Live, aloha. What is aloha? Well, if I have to describe it to you, you'll never get it. But it's a mindset. I'm going to go with the flow. I'm not going to allow this stuff to get to me. And I can tell you this, everybody, even though I was perfectly poised to have anxiety through the roof, when I landed in Kauai, I immersed myself in aloha. Now, I'm not telling you everybody else in my party could do that. But I'm telling you right now, I did it. I immersed myself in the joy of Aloha. You couldn't upset me. Mud, bring it on. Car door wouldn't open. I did not care. I tried to go surfing and my back still won't allow me to stand up. Did I let that get me down? Absolutely not. I pushed my kids into the waves for hours and hours and hours. Everybody, it was a mindset. I determined that when we got there, I was going to be happy, mud and all. I was going to be happy in a tiny room without a washing machine. You could not get me down. I smiled. I had joy. Oh, that's the decision you have to make. Okay. you got to move into your new brain. Now, I want to read one last Bible verse. Because this is pure good Science. Straight up, who said science in the Bible? Don't mix. All the best science, all the greatest research say, what I'm about ready to read to you, stone cold true. Here we go. This is what I'm going to ask you to do. Philippians chapter four. Rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again, rejoice. Get happy. Choose that attitude. Let your gentleness be evident at all. All right, be loving, be patient, be kind. The Lord is near. Don't be anxious about anything. Have a aloha spirit but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving be thankful present your request to god move into that new brain everybody and the peace of god which transcends all understanding is going to guard what what's going to guard right here <laughs> you're moving into your pfc if you decide to do this everybody this is what science says it's going to guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus and then here we here's the final finale to this funny brothers and sisters please Whatever is true, that's what your PFC wants. Whatever is noble, that's what makes your brain happy. Whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, whatever is excellent or praiseworthy, all those things science shows us makes your brain happy. Anxiety drop, peace up. Think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen, in me. Put it into practice. Yes, do this. And the God of peace will be with you. Everybody, this week, I want you to slow the flow of information, false information, and anxious words, and up that loving kindness. God is going to help you to move and activate into your new brain to put on that new self, and you're going to find the joy of a life that is thriving, and you will get what you want. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the powerful wisdom of your word. Thank you for the magnificence of science that has come along to confirm the truth of your word. It is so awesome. We're not stuck with anxiety. There is something we can do right here, right now, this week to change our world and to thrive and to get what we truly want. Thank you, Lord, in Christ's name. Amen.